Hello lovely listeners and welcome to Zero Waste Imperfectly, the show that talks about all things zero waste with kids. I'm your host Sheila, I'm the owner of Embrace Less Waste and Life Essentials Refillery, a sustainable grocery store in Wesley Chapel, Florida. Today I want to talk to you about something, so yesterday we were talking about Halloween product, see I'm not quite awake yet, and so maybe wonder how far does an average item that you have in your home travel? And I had a hard time finding those numbers. Because if I think about everything that's in our home, most of it did not originate in the US, which means it was produced somewhere else. And maybe those parts were produced somewhere else before they were even put together in that one country and then shipped overseas. I couldn't find the information. It has to be out there. If you know of a source, let me know. But then everything took me to a site, well, many, many, many sites about how far food travels. And I can't remember if we've talked about this before, but I read through it and it was pretty interesting to see how far everything travels. So it says on average, conventionally grown food travels 1,494 miles to get to a market. That's a lot. And then further on, it says that most people, most Americans have food from at least five countries on their plate. So think about all the mileage that went into that. It's great if we could find locally grown food. It would be fantastic because it cuts down on the footprint, the footprint involved in that piece of food. It's not so easy to do, it takes some effort, but if you're able to find a source, like a co-op, that has a locally grown food for you, it will make a tremendous difference on your impact on the planet. So let's say, so here it says, pumpkins travel eight times more than local produce, and broccoli travels 92 times more than local produce. So if you could find a produce grower that has broccoli in your area, or you grow it yourself, whether it's in a conventional garden, uh, garden tower, whatever it is, it makes a huge dent. I mean, per meal, think about the thousands of miles you'll be saving. It'd be incredible. I hadn't realized that it was, I'm sure I should have known this, but it's, I never really thought about if I look at my plate, how far something has traveled. So what I want to do in the coming weeks is in my store, I want to label the origin, country of origin for everything. So that consumers, it's already on our website, especially the Frontier products. But I really want to make an effort to show consumers where something's grown or harvested so that you know how far that food traveled. Because it really is an eye-opener if you think this food traveled from another country and you just need a splash of it or you throw it away because your kids didn't want to eat it. It's incredible. I mean, someone grew it, many, many people grew it, then it was harvested and it was packaged and it probably went through some sort of inspection process and then it was boarded onto a ship and it was shipped across the the globe, because I was reading very minimal food actually travels by plane. So it was shipped, and then it came to the States where it was in a port and unloaded, and then shipped again, and then went to a distribution center, and then shipped again, and then finally it made it to a grocery store. First off, it's not fresh anymore, and the amount of miles it traveled, I mean, it's just incredible. It's incredible. A lot of our space spices originate from overseas. That's because it's not grown here in the States. but. A lot of stuff we can find locally, so we should all make a make an effort, if it's possible, to do that. I think we should give it a shot and be aware of where our food comes from, so we can make some changes. That is all for today. It's still very early here, and I'm not quite awake, but I'm trying. <laughs> trying to make a podcast worth listening to. Well, thanks for tuning in, and I hope you have a fantastic morning.